But I don't know anything about some kind of poisoning involved. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh, what? Wait, what? what? Hold up. <laughs> All of them? Yeah, you have to have some explanation or you're lying. Honestly, like, we are weird monkeys. Like, we'll just try stuff. And if it doesn't kill you, then I guess... Like... Yeah, sure. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast, the trivia podcast that can't be trusted. Each week, our quiz master presents you with four big facts on a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And we're finishing up our anti-Valentine's Day theme for the month of February with one last episode from Quizmaster Tanner. Hello. And Tanner is going to be presenting us four facts about heart-stopping flowers because they will literally stop your heart. They are all poisonous. And you can join me, Andy, and our other host, Soups, in figuring out which one of his facts is a lie. You know, yeah. who doesn't want a heart-stopping bouquet for Valentine's Day? Yeah. I mean, you could give all of these to your sweetheart, but uh, don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know, because that's, you know, when I get a bouquet of flowers... That's my, like the first thing you do. Yep, yeah, my first thought is like, mmm, yeah. dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's start off with some low-hanging fruit. Ooh, is it poison? It's poison and fruit, yes. It's a classic. What poisonous plant was responsible for killing Socrates? Hemlock. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know this. Yeah, I know it more from Shakespeare. Than yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 in yeah. Shakespeare. The story goes that in 399 BCE, Socrates was made to commit suicide by drinking poison made from common hemlock, which is a flowering plant that causes paralysis and then death if you drink enough. I guess I never realized they had flowers. Yeah. I don't associate it with flowers. It, it does yeah, have flowers, yeah. but it's not the flowers themselves that they make the poison from. I think they make the poison out of the roots. Mm. It's usually the roots or bulbs that are more poisonous. Yeah, a lot of plants are like that. Yeah, some plants have poison in their seeds to prevent them from being eaten when they're not ripe. And so it, it's a lot to do with botany and biology of plants, like why a plant would be poisonous. It is interesting why poison plants even exist. Yeah. Great. So you're going to tell us about four flowers mm -hmm. in particular. Yeah. And one of these facts about these flowers is a lie. That's right. But they are all poisonous. Yes. Great. Fact number one. In the 1700s and 1800s, women used eye drops of deadly nightshade to make their pupils appear larger. Okay. I do know nightshade. Yeah. Generally, the flower is nightshade, but I know it's like also a family of plants. Yeah. Specifically, Atropa belladonna is what we're talking about. This is known as deadly nightshade, but more widely, the Atropa family includes other types of nightshade as well. Okay. But this is a very pretty purple plant, a mm -hmm. purple flower. Carlos Linnaeus named it Atropa from the Greek Atropos, the fate who cuts the thread of life because <laughs> he knew it was poisonous. Okay. And belladonna, pretty woman in Italian, because even back in Carlos Linnaeus's time, Women were using it for makeup. Okay. okay. But why would women want to make their pupils bigger? You know how people look sexier in candlelight? Right. That's a big reason why. Okay. Is because your pupils are dilated wider. Uh -huh. They now look it like. makes sense. The Instagram look, filter, which just pops yeah, up. Yeah, they make your, makes your pupils big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like, yeah. Okay. I don't know, it makes you look like yeah. an anime character or yeah. something. Yeah, in the Renaissance and then the Victorian England eras, women had a lot of questionable makeup techniques. Mm. So one of the things was putting deadly nightshade in your eyes. Yeah. I mean, that's not that weird. If you think about like capsaicin is used a lot in like 
lip plumping. It's just literally irritating your yeah. skin and it makes them swell a little mm -hmm. bit and look a little plumper. So like, mm -hmm. you know, a poison's in the dose. So yeah. like, it's not so strange that you would take a teeny tiny bit of a poison. Right. Botox. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. You know, you take a teeny tiny bit of a poison right. and use it. Yeah, the plant itself is extremely toxic. The flowers, the berries, the roots, it's all very toxic if ingested, specifically because they have atropine. So atropine is still used in medicine today. Mm -hmm. It dilates the pupils. Mm -hmm. It slows your heart rate. It stops diarrhea. But if you have too much, it can cause vomiting and delirium and hallucinations and death. Well, yeah, that's one of the basic tenets of medicine is it's in the dose. Yeah, yeah. right. It's interesting is how did they discover this? I mean, honestly, like we are weird monkeys. Like we'll just try stuff. And if it doesn't kill you, then I guess. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this doesn't sound so unbelievable. Yeah. We know yeah. that a lot of beauty and makeup practices have always been kind of on the edge of safe. So putting poison in your eyes, not that weird. People put poison in their faces all the time. Yeah. But then also that's the thing. Oh, you think old timey people were so dumb. They put like drops of poison in their eyes. Like yeah. maybe that's the lie is like, no, why would they do that? They're not stupid. Or it could be that it's not nightshade. It's something else. These drops are made of something else. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it is called belladonna. Yeah. But maybe that's what he's going for. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's called belladonna because it's literally pretty. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, they used it to make themselves pretty. I don't know. I know, but anyway, this sounds very... It does you know, sound pretty yeah, real. need to hear the others. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fact number two. All species of poppies contain some amount of narcotics. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh, what? Wait, what? what? Hold up. <laughs> All of them? So you know the opium poppy. Yes. yes. Opium comes from poppies. Yes. Right. Specifically, the Papaver somniferum mm -hmm. is the opium poppy. Mm -hmm. But there are over 100 species of Papaver. Okay. Right. But every single one of them has narcotics in it. So morphine, codeine, or thebaine, which are collectively known as opium. But it's the opium poppy that has it in the highest concentration. Okay. So you're trying to say that the poppy seeds I used to cook also has yeah. narcotics in it? All parts of the poppy plant have narcotics. It's particularly in the sap. The milk of the mm -hmm. poppy the, oh, right, of is the course. yellowish white milky sap. Food grade poppy seeds have been washed so they don't have the sap. They are cleaned so they have mm, almost okay. no narcotics. Yeah, you have to have some explanation or you're lying. When we use poppy seeds, it's very common in the Bengal part of India, so the eastern part of India. You're always like smashing, like you're making a paste out of it. And mm -hmm. the very famous dish is basically with potatoes and poppy seeds. Oh, nice. Yeah. That sounds good. So very tasty. Yeah, so, so I think we're all pretty familiar with opium yeah. and comes from this little flower that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so it is medicinal but it's also recreational mm. and poison <laughs> and, and poison. No poison so you know every time we have an all that's always a big red flag <laughs> for mm. the game it's true and then also like we know people eat poppy seeds so the idea that like oh this whole time there's been an entire industry of like washing the seeds and like cleaning them so you don't get high from your poppy seed cake or muffin. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, if it's true, it makes you feel really stupid because you're like, wow, this is an entire industry of this. Yeah. Or it's like, no, Tanner's making it up. Like you don't have to wash them. You can just 
Yeah, I'm not too sure on the washing. Right, I think I like to think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, me too. So me too. So like, uh, I've never heard of this. That's yeah. kind of surprising. So it must be false. Yeah, I'm gonna put a pin in yeah, that one. Yeah, this one. Now I'm more confident about fact number one that it's true. After, yeah, I mean yeah. it certainly like feels more true than this yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. But we still have to hear two more before that we is can correct. really know. All right. Fact number three. In the 1600s, eating poisonous tulip bulbs created an outbreak of risk-taking in the Netherlands known as tulip mania. What? Basically, the tulip bubble. Yeah. The Dutch... Um, they made too many mm-hmm. of them. Tulips and were then, brought to Europe <laughs> yeah. in the 16th century from the Ottoman Empire. Yeah. But yeah, yes, the, the Dutch went wild for these. They, they went yeah. crazy, right? They grew too many and it crashed the market because the supply was far too high. They were worth nothing, essentially. Right. But I don't know anything about some kind of poisoning involved. Mm. So, If you don't know, tulip bulbs kind of look like onions. Mm-hmm. If you eat the petals which I would advise you not to, but you can. They taste like peas or cucumbers. Yeah, they should taste like that leafy flavor. Yeah, but the entire tulip plant is in the allium family along with garlic. Mm -hmm. So garlic, onions, tulips, these are all kind of related. And you can eat tulips, but there's a poisonous part of the bulb that you should not eat. Okay. And so the Dutch were eating these tulip bulbs and it was causing high-risk activity, loss of inhibitions, skin and mouth irritation, or tulip bulb dermatitis, and abdominal upset and dizziness. So people were just, like, getting high off tulips. Yeah. Okay. I think it's, it says something about the Dutch. I mean, the poison of choice has changed. But <laughs> <laughs> That's always but, seemed to be their thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you look up any recipe? Any yeah, yeah, I was going to say. They do yeah. have recipes. Do yeah. people make it still today? Yeah. Yeah, because I imagine, like, let's get high off of tulips. Yeah, Yeah. but they usually say to remove the poisonous core. What's the the fun in that? (laughs) Yeah, right. I thought the whole point was... Yeah, I know, right? Okay. Wow. Um, Well, the tulip mania is real... I don't think I've heard about this whole thing of uh, everyone going high off yeah, of tulips. The poison yeah. element yeah, the poison is element, not yeah. one that I had heard before. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing this is less of a scientific fact and more of like a historical speculation mm-hmm. kind of thing where like you can't prove that people went nuts because of the tulip bulbs. Hard to say this is a fact, but I could believe that some reputable people might make the argument. So it's not mm. so crazy, but it also seems very much like Tanner made that up. Mm. You know, no one eats tulips. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fact number four. Honey made from azalea nectar causes mad honey disease. These are such clever names. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. So. Wow. They're actually flowering shrubs. They're in the rhododendron genus which we've talked about in a different episode. Yeah, so yeah. we definitely know that they're poisonous, at least to rabbits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All parts of the azalea plant are poisonous to pets and humans. Okay. In the right amount, right? Yes. So they have grayanotoxins in the leaves and the nectar. And when bees collect this nectar and turn it into honey, it can kind of concentrate this into a lethal honey and it's sometimes known as mad honey. And then this became known as mad honey disease. Do the bees get high off of it? No. No, it doesn't affect them, huh? No. Okay. So it can cause vomiting, sweating, dizziness, impaired consciousness, convulsions, heart attacks. And it can occur uh, like a half hour to three hours after eating the honey, and it lasts for about one or two days. Wow. 
Okay. I have never heard of mad honey. I also have never heard of azalea honey. So like that makes sense. You know, there are lots of different kinds of plants mm-hmm. associated with honey. Okay. Interesting. Never heard of this. Yeah. Very interesting. It is very interesting. And it's also very odd. To me, what stands out about this fact that nothing really happens to the bee, but humans can adjust to it, but the bees are okay with it. Yeah, I mean, it's not that unusual that a poisonous plant is poisonous to like mammals, Mm. but not other kinds of animals. So like, it wouldn't be that unusual Mm -hmm. that it's not poisonous to insects and bees, but it's poisonous to mammals. I see. Yeah, so these would all make some very lovely bouquets, but they would literally stop your heart. And one of these facts was going to break our hearts because it's not true. And Supes and I are going to guess on which one we think that is. But before we do, Tanner, can you recap your four facts about poisonous flowers? Yeah. Fact number one. In the 1700s and 1800s, women used eye drops of deadly nightshade to make their pupils appear larger. Fact number two. All species of poppies contain some amount of narcotics. Fact number three. In the 1600s, eating poisonous tulip bulbs created an outbreak of risk-taking in the Netherlands known as tulip mania. And fact number four. Honey made from azalea nectar causes mad honey disease. One of those is a lie. Okay, which one of them is a lie? I think it's between fact number two. Or three. Yeah. Yeah. I think (laughs) I'm leaning towards number three. Yeah. Even though I do think like it's possible that some historian has said this and then so it's technically not a lie because Mm -hmm. Tanner didn't invent it. But, you know, whenever you start talking about like human history and human behavior and you're going to blame a market crash on poisoning. Yeah. I don't think so. I think tulip mania has nothing to do with ingesting tulips. I think so too. But the poppy thing is a very easy place to lie. Yeah. We're talking about all. So it could be like all the poppies except the ones we eat, which is mm-hmm. why we eat these ones. Yeah. You know, like that's true for other flowers. Like we know crocuses are like that. Mm-hmm. You can't eat any other crocuses no. except the saffron, the saffron ones. One. Yes. So maybe poppies are the same. Exactly the same reason. Yeah. This, I think these two stand out. It's enough. bizarre, but yeah. like <laughs> we know that beauty trends have always yeah. been kind of deadly. Exactly. <laughs> and the mad honey thing is really weird. And I feel like, no, you should know yeah. this isn't true. But I feel a stronger response Definitely. to yeah. two and yeah. three. All right. Well, we need to pick. So if it's between two and three, okay, maybe I'll go with number two. Okay. And I will go with the crazy Dutch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The lie is fact number three, the crazy Dutch. Yes. (laughs) According to the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency, Mm -hmm. which may be a little biased, all species of poppies contain some amount of narcotics. So that's what the source for that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so you the, are quoting DEA, yeah. who's yeah. literally the job is to, to, yeah, okay. to yeah. find yeah. opium. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess it is yeah. probably easier for them to officially say, Same. check all poppies. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's like, that's the thing. Maybe Indians know better than <laughs> yeah. the DEA. Yeah. Very, very convenient. <laughs> right. This is a very convenient fact. Yeah. yeah right. But okay. Somebody okay. says okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the tulip bulb mm-hmm. is poisonous. This little yellow bitter core. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I've seen mm-hmm. inside a tulip bulb. Yeah. So if you remove that, you can make a great salad with oh, it. Dang. Mm-hmm. 
But the risk-taking and tulip mania and all that had nothing to do with no. poisonous mm-hmm. tulips. One theory is that this like high risk-taking was actually connected to an outbreak of bubonic plague in the area. Sounds like a bunch of white people trying to like push off the blame onto yeah. something else. Yeah. It's not our fault that we all acted crazy. It's, it's the else. plague, yeah. but yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. And tulip bulbs won't cause high risk activity or loss of inhibitions. They just cause that abdominal upset, dizziness, and the skin mm-hmm. and yeah. mouth mm-hmm. irritation. You know how we should have known that more confidently is if tulips got you high, more people would be like stealing tulips and, yeah. and eating tulips, yeah. you know, like it would be a thing, right? Yeah, it would yeah. be a thing you'd people would actually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. But I like that you twinned those two mm-hmm. real things together. Like tulip mania happened, and tulips are poisonous. poisonous? So, okay. which I learned researching this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, didn't a, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, as no it idea. happens in this podcast. Yeah, always learn something new. Exactly. Every week, I'll never look at a bouquet of flowers the same way. <laughs> well. I should have known. Yeah, I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. We're finishing up our anti-Valentine's Day theme with this one. And next month, we're going to be nerding out as our theme. We're going to talk about nerdy things. Get our pocket protectors and our taped up glasses ready, as always. Thanks for listening. No heart, no heart attack. Yeah. Yeah.